2: The home of the Celtics, 98.5, the Sports Hub. Matt now turns to there. his back. Changing the play, turns and gives. Bolden runs it up middle. Good stuff. Carries it left past the five. Outside of the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. Woo.
3: Sweet feet, Brandon Bolden. Yeah, Brandon Bolden, that was a hell of a run there. 15-yard touchdown run. Patriots first score of the game. Make it 17-7 Miami. At that time, Patriots with two rushing touchdowns on the day. And that's brought to you by Verizon. This is the end-of-the-game rushing touchdown update. Verizon teaming up with Damian Harris and the New England Patriots were rushing to help first responders this season honor New England's first responders. Nominate your first responder now on the contest page at 98.5thesportshub.com. So Buck 34 has a team on the ground, a couple of touchdowns. But they were still outgained on the ground by the uh, Miami Dolphins. 43 carries, 195 yards rushing with one touchdown. We bring in Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal as he uh, joins us each and every week in the post game here on the Shaw's Patriots post game show. And so, Greg, is the reason the Patriots lost this game in Miami 33 24 today, mostly on the defense and the fact that they got gashed in the running game again?
4: Well, Jim, I mean, I, I don't think there's any shortage of, you know, candidates for why they lost this game. I think that, um, you know, number one, I think Mac Jones played um, shaky in this game. Uh, you know, he had the pick six on his first pass attempt of the game, put him down 14 nothing. He had the fumble, uh, fumble snap exchange with Ted Karras at the Miami 22. That took points off the board. The Dolphins scored a field goal after that. Uh, Mac Jones took responsibility for that play after the game. It didn't sound like him just being a good teammate. And to me, the snap looked fine. I think he just pulled out early uh you know the team falling behind again uh it's just been a constant theme uh between the Colts Bills and now the Dolphins they had a combined deficit of 57 to 7 to start those games and um the defense couldn't hold again and they got pushed around in the running game so i, I don't know take your pick it's all the bottom line is it's just not good enough not nearly good enough
1: can you explain their struggles against Tua now three and uh versus the Patriots? And if you look at Buffalo, and you know, they've come into New England now two years in a row and one is this uh, uh, a sign of, of things to come that the AFC has become more tough and that the Patriots struggle against these teams now?
4: I mean, you know, Miami has swept the Patriots for the first time since two thousand. The Patriots have now dropped three of four to both the Bills and the Dolphins, which you know, three or four years ago, you'd say, well, like, that's never going to happen. Um, but it has now happened. Uh, you know, their struggles with Tua, who's now 3-0 and against them. You know, Joe, it's a good question. I mean, I would start with the run defense. I think that the run defense has not nearly been good enough the past two years. And really, you need to get in a situation where, and, and this is what I thought the Dolphins did uh, a good job of today with uh, Mac Jones, is that, you know you got to you got to defend the run better, and you got to get them in the long yardage. You need them in third and eight, and third and nine, and third and ten, where they have to rely on it. This was another game, similar to the Colts game, where the defense was so porous and the start was so porous that they could they could avoid their quarterback, and that's what they largely did. I mean, even on the the last drive of the game, they called a pass on the on first down, uh, which was fine. I mean, the guy was wide open, but how many? Challenging throws did Tua really have in the, in this game that he completed? And the biggest play that he made was you know scrambling when Matthew Judon runs right by him in the pocket. And uh, to me, it starts with the problems with Tua starts with you gotta you gotta make it a Tua centric game. You have to make them force them to 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 drop back Tua and to beat you through the air. And the Patriots have failed to do that every time they have played. Uh, the Dolphins. I think he did air it out in week one this year. Um, But, you know, I think that was uh, sort of a game plan choice. Um, I just don't think they they have defended well enough. They haven't put him in bad situations. And so he hasn't been a turnover machine against them. I mean, he's begging for it. But when you're really soft in the middle and the Patriots have, you know, all season and they always have trouble when you have to worry about, all right, are they going to read options? Is the quarterback going to run? You know, they play a lot safer, play a lot softer coverage when that happens. All of it is just a problem for this personnel in this defense. Greg,
3: how much do you think the coaches were complicit in this loss today, specifically on play calls like that fourth and one situation where Mac Jones, you know, he's part of that issue where, you know, the head bob or whatever it is they get called for. The penalty there and it screws it up and Bill Belichick after the game was talking about how you know it, it just it wasn't it was executed poorly but why not line up and just you know tell we're going for this fourth and one he's pulled off a fourth and one in Buffalo you know the win in Buffalo before
4: the kid can do it I just thought that they overthought a situation like that and I, I blame the coaches yeah it was almost like something that they worked on during the week and they said oh well you know we feel confident that we'll be able to execute and the Dolphins will be dumb and they'll jump offside so we're going to use that here. I just didn't understand the call. I I didn't understand not going for it in that situation. I mean, you know, it looked like it was just scared money. It was, I, I, why, why are you holding back? Like, what are you afraid of with the dolphins? Even if you turn the ball over at the, at midfield, as long as you're, you know, not God awful in the run defense, what you think two is going to do much. I mean, when he got the ball back, uh, he was terrible. Um, I didn't understand that. I think it, it, it again shows this has been a constant theme throughout this year that Bill Belichick does not trust this offense. He doesn't trust Mac Jones. He doesn't trust that they're going to not screw it up. But I didn't understand that. It was akin to the you know Tampa Bay fourth and three, the other sort of situations where you're just like you know really what's what's the risk and reward here? I mean, why not go for it? Try to get a little bit of momentum going in the halftime and then come out with the ball. I mean, it could have been a whole different ball game. Instead, you know, midfield, you're just trying to draw the Dolphins
1: offside. I thought it was weak. Hey, hey Greg, I just have to ask this because there was – I know you had an article on it, who should the Patriots want to play in the postseason, and, you know, people were doing that before today's game. Do you think the, the team was looking at it that way at all? Uh, maybe who they dressed, who they played, who they sat, and during the game did some scoreboard watching – or do you think they just played a bad a, a bad football game today?
4: Yeah, I don't think that. I didn't get that sense at all. I mean, you know, High Tires had a banged up knee when he's been out there, he hasn't been good. So you know, leave him home, let him rest. Uh, you know, guys who are you know really you know pushing it with an injury, you're you're safe. I mean, I don't know about you know, it, Andrews has had some you know little injuries here and there, shoulder stuff like that. Um You know, maybe at some point you're like, you know, this isn't going this way. So, you know, we're going to go with Karras or whatever. But I didn't get that sense. I just thought the Patriots played like crap, just like they have to end the season. I mean, to, to finish with three losses in four games, where if you just win one more of those games, then, you know, you might even have a chance at, at, you know, at a bye, you know, let alone the division. And, you know, I just thought it was, if the Patriots, if this was abnormal for them in the last month, then you could say that. But to me, this is exactly what they've done. And this is not the first time. I mean, this is now going on three years in a row where this year, one and three finish. Last year, one and three finish. 2019, two and four, including the Titans playoff game. This is who they are. They finished three and 10 the last three years combined. So, uh, this was not out of character for the Patriots. Um, not this version, not the Tom Brady version in 2019. This is who they are. And until they figure that out, until, uh, until they can figure out how they can play stronger down the stretch, uh, this is going to be a constant issue for them.
3: All right, we'll get to you your calls with Greg Bedard at 617-779-0985. A couple open lines you want to join us. We'll get to those coming up uh, right after the headlines with Joe Murray. He's going to get you caught up with the latest, including the uh, the update in this night game, which for all intents and purposes is a play-in game between uh, Vegas and the L.A. Chargers. First, though, we need to pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Safety Insurance. 98.5 of Sports Hub Patriots Radio Network. W-
1: Headlines. Patriots finished the season at 10-7 and seven after their 33-24 loss today in Miami. Mac Jones, 20 of 30, 260 yards passing, had one touchdown, also threw a pick six in this game. Hunter Henry, five catches, 96 yards. Brandon Bolden, he had two touchdowns in the game. No word yet on who the Patriots will play in the playoffs. The Raiders win means the Patriots play Buffalo. A Chargers win means the Patriots will play Cincinnati. The Bengals lost today 21-16 to the Browns. Packers lose to the Lions 37-20. It was the Vikings 31-17 over the Bears. Washington 22, Giants 7. Jaguars eliminate the Colts. They lose 26-11. Steelers hanging around 16-13. Winners over the Ravens today. The Titans get the number one seed with a 28-25 win over the Texans. Saints 30, Falcons 20. Bills clinch and win the AFC East 27-10 over the Jets and the 49ers, they beat the Rams 27-24. They're going to the playoffs. The Seahawks beat the Cardinals 38-30 and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a 41-17 win over the Panthers. Tom Brady and his team will be the number two seed in the NFC and right now, start of the second quarter Raiders have a 10-0 lead on the Chargers and another NFL news the Broncos Today, I've let go their head coach, Vic Fangio. Headlines are brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change for your 15-minute drive through oil change. You never have to leave your car. No appointments ever needed. Visit getanoilchange.com now for a coupon in your next oil change. I'm Joe Mari. More game after this on the Safety Insurance. 98.5 The Sports of Patriots Radio Network.
5: Valvoline Instant Oil Change, the best defender in the game against engine wear, provides 15-minute drive through oil changes and touchless service for busy people. Go to getanoilchange.com to save 15% on your entire invoice and your 15-minute drive through oil change. Print out the coupon or pull it up on your mobile device. That's getanoilchange.com.
2: Hey, football fans, it's Bob Sosie, the voice of New England football. If you want to know how my voice stays ready for every call, look no further than my cup of Bigelow tea right next to me in the booth. No matter the game conditions, Bigelow tea always tastes great, and that's why it's the first play I call in my game day routine. New England fans refuse to settle for anything less than the best, and when it comes to my tea, settling is not an option. So join me, New England, and grab a mug full of Bigelow and tea proudly. At Safety Insurance,
6: we're taking our customer service to a whole new level. Yours. Prefer to communicate by text? No problem. Want to use email and chat? Got you covered? Prefer to use your phone the old school way? We're ready to talk. Have an idea on how we can serve you better? However you want to share it? We want to hear it. Safety Insurance. will help you manage life's storms. However that's easiest for you.
2: The Honda HRV, CRV, Pilot, Passport, and Ridgeline. They all have one thing in common. They never back off from a challenge. Available with all-wheel drive, the Honda SUV lineup has the performance you can count on and the capability
4: to amaze. That's why we're America's most loved auto brand. So contact your Honda dealer or shop online today.
0: 2021 American Customer Satisfaction
1: Index ACSI survey of customers rating the performance of their own automobiles.
5: New England Patriots Captain Matthew Slater for AdCare.
6: My first experience with addiction was actually with a family member. I was very young at the time. I didn't really understand, but I knew that it really rocked my family to the core. Thank God that family member got the help that they needed. Sometimes you get yourself backed into a corner and feel like you've got to do it alone, but I think it's important for those people that are in that situation right now in their lives to understand they don't have to to do it alone. You know, you can't make it through this. You can't get back on track.
5: Speak up, reach out, get help. Call 1-800-ALCOHOL or visit adcare.com.
2: Now you can do your grocery shopping without ever getting out of your car with Shaw's Drive Up and Go. Just shop online at Shaw's or use the convenient Shaw's Delivery and Pickup app, and they'll do the shopping and bagging for you. Then just head to the store, and they'll bring your order right to your car. You'll enjoy the same in-store pricing. Plus, you'll earn and redeem your Shaw's For You grocery rewards. Place your first online order and get $20 off when you spend $75 or more. Limitations and restrictions apply. Visit Shaw's.com for
4: details. I'm Damian Harris of the New England Patriots. This season, Verizon and I teamed up for rushing to help first responders to honor New England first responders.
5: Rick is a police officer with the Boston Police Department. On his days off, he helps run the Boston Slammers, an all-girls baseball team committed to making sure girls are able to play the game they love. It's an honor to watch Rick coach and to work alongside him, and he gives his spare time in a selfless manner.
4: Nominate your first responder now on the contest page at 98.5thesportshub.com.
0: When it comes to getting the guaranteed lowest price on Falcon Tires, there's only one place to go, Town Fair Tire. And when it comes to getting more free services for life than anywhere else on Falcon Tires, there's only one place to go, Town Fair Tire. So when you're in the market for the best deal on Falcon Tires, get to Town Fair, because nobody beats a Town Fair Tire deal. And I mean absolutely nobody. Finishing a bachelor's in under two years? It's possible
5: for most adults with UMass Lowell's accelerated and affordable online courses. Explore course options starting January 18th at UMass Lowell. Visit gps.uml.edu.
0: The home of the Pats, the sports hub.
3: Music of the game brought to you by Live Nation. Don't miss the return of Jack White live in concert. The Supply Chain Issues Tour. Very timely. At Aganas Arena, April 17th, you can get tickets at LiveNation.com. Shaw's Patriots post game show. Jim Murray, Joe Murray, Greg Bedard, of Boston Sports Journal, Boston Sports Journal.com. So. Uh, the way you're talking about this team, Greg, uh, you know, with them losing three out of their last four and kind of limping into the playoffs here, and I think the way you're talking about them is, uh, is appropriate because they've played pretty poorly, I think especially defensively and especially on special teams. Some of the dumb penalties, again, you saw today. Uh, has your confidence personally been kind of shaken by this team and what kind of you know, noise they can make in the playoffs now? Do you think they could be one and done, maybe win one playoff game? Has your perspective changed on this Patriots team with a uh, loss like today and how they played over the last month?
4: No, I, I don't think so. I, I've been in sort of sort of wait-to-see mode, prove-it mode with this team for, for a long time. I mean, you know, you know, not the Titans game. Uh, I was asking a lot of questions, and, and, you know, some people didn't like me asking those questions. And, uh, you know, it continued, especially after the Jaguars game, which I completely disregarded and said they haven't shown anything to me. I mean, Jim, Joe, you answer this for me in what game so in what big game this season have the Patriots shown you the ability that they're that they're capable of going out there and winning a game they just have to have or playing well wire to wire in a game they have to have maybe the Chargers game
3: I, I still go back maybe. to that yeah, that one's going way back now but that's the one I always go right.
4: to yeah I mean it, it, that would have to be it um, you know they needed an Adrian Phillips pick six to win that game. It's not like the you know the offense went out there and won it. I mean, but yeah, I guess you could you know point to that. But again, it could be depending on what happens tonight, it could be a Chargers team that's not even in the postseason. Right. Uh, I I think at this point with the Dolphins, um, well, the Dolphins will finish with a winning record, so it'll change a few things. But I think at one point, I think they were you know like 7 and 1, 8 and 1 against teams uh 500 or worse and they were like 3 and 6 against teams 500 or better. Um so, you know, I I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say my confidence is shaken. I just didn't know where to I didn't have any I didn't ha, I don't think how do I say this? I didn't really gain any confidence from this team this year. I mean, you know, yeah, they had a 7 game winning streak. It was nice and you know, the Browns game was impressive uh to a point. But, you know, I, I I certainly wasn't one that, that looked at the seven-game winning streak and said, all right, well, you know, they're going all the way. I mean, I thought they were playing good ball at that time, which they were, but we didn't really know what to make out of it. So I wouldn't say that I've lost confidence in this team. I will say I'm still waiting. It could happen next round. I mean, you just never know with these things, Jim. Um, you know, similar to the the Packers team that I covered in – uh, you know, what was that, t- t- uh, t- 2009, you know, B- Roger's second season, they had been – they were 6-10, and 10, they were 4-4, and 4, they lost to Tampa Bay. Uh, that's, you know, largely when I moved up here to cover the Patriots, and if you would have asked me at the time, I mean, it did not look good for the Packers. But all it takes is one thing for things to click in. Could that still happen? Could the Patriots go into Cincinnati and win? Yes. Could they go to Buffalo and win? Yes. You know, could they – then all of a sudden you're talking about, all right, Can they? did they gain confidence? Can they game plan the next team? So, you know, anything can happen. I'm not taking anything off the table. I don't feel, you know, all that confident in this team because I think they've sh- sort of shown that they're not ready for the big moment. But could it happen next week? Yeah, it could.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I think yeah, the coaching is good enough where they can beat anybody – in this league when they want to or if they're playing smart enough but you know you brought up over the last couple of years the way that they finished late in seasons and if you look at every most games they've lost this year came down to them not making a stop both dolphins games if you want to look at it but like what is it greg like at this point is it Late in the year, are they older players? Is it the is the coach fading late in the year? What what do you attribute to the late collapse these last couple of years, and even this season with the free agents they brought in and, and the better drafting they've done?
4: It, it's a it's a great question, Joe. I, I actually just went through all of the losses and just wrote it up for something that I'm going to be posting on BSJ, and it's really, I mean, not to go through it, but every single one of their losses. I mean they they get one key defensive stop. They win the game, and they just could not get it time and time again. Uh, If you're asking me to sort of pinpoint, you know, my guess, I think that this—I don't think that this defense, the way it's currently constituted, in terms of you know the lack of really quality interior defensive linemen, or at least they're really thin. I just think they're really thin overall, and I think they're they're older, and I think that. Playing bend but don't break is fine in theory. And I understand the theory. Holding the field goals, you know, points matter. That's, you know, that's the only thing that matters. But, you know, the longer you stay out on the field, it takes it out of you. And they just don't have the depth to, like, rotate in. I mean, I just don't think, you know, not in this game, but, you know, Dante Hightower and, you know, Kyle Van Noy and, you know, I even Matthew Judon, I think, you know, in the last six, seven weeks of the season really went downhill. And I think it's just too many plays. And, uh, you know, I I just, to me, that's been the big problem. It's it's, They've been on the field for too many plays. Uh, They play soft for too often. And then they don't have enough explosive guys in the front seven to make a play. I mean, like we've talked about all year. I kept asking the question, what happens if Matthew Judon and Christian Barmore aren't delivering pressures often for this team that's playing zone defense? And we got our answer in the last month of the season. And now, you know, Christian Barmore, it looks like he's probably lost for the season, uh, judging off the reports on what's going down in Miami. And, you know, Matthew Judon has not been close to the same player he was. And, you know, the answer is they don't have anybody else to really make explosive plays. They can scheme stuff up in a while, but again – it comes down to you got to get off the field with somebody who can make a negative play, and they just don't have enough guys who can make ne- negative plays in the front seven.
3: Yeah. So you mentioned uh, Christian Barmore got hurt late in this game, and uh, reading here uh, that Mike Reese said on Patriots fifth quarter uh, after observing Barmore after the game, I wouldn't expect him in the playoffs, and this is the type of thing that looks like it'll affect his off season. Oh yeah. He was very emotional. Mac
1: Jones was very emotional talking about Barmore.
3: Yeah. So I mean that's a big hit for them, Greg, right? I mean they they that this oh, is it's a kid. huge. Yeah,
4: I mean I mean, he, he, Barmore and Judon both could have even more impact if they could you know stop the run. I mean, like you guys talked about earlier, I mean this Dolphins team can't really worth uh, run the ball worth a crap, and they they basically did whatever they wanted to uh, today, inside and outside with a bunch of you know slappies at running back guys who have just been retreads all over the place. And then, you know, you're not in long yardage. And it's hard to, you know, even get Christian Barmore into the game to be an effective effective sub-package pass rusher. And so, um, you know, that's going to be a crushing blow. They don't have a guy – I can't think of a guy who can, regu- you know, just plug and play. I mean, I guess they're going to have to move like a Dietrich Wise inside in sub-package to sort of take – Barmore's reps, that's about the only thing that they can do. I mean, you know, D- Wise gets pressure uh, on occasion, but uh, it's... its No, no Chase there. Winovich? Now, no-, no Josh Uche? None of those guys? <laughs> well, I mean, they just play different positions. And yeah. So, you know, you're talking about they have their packages set already. You know, you could say, oh, well, we'll get Josh Uche involved more. And maybe that's... Those are the guys that maybe replace Dietrich Wise so he can move inside yeah. but i don't really think it's going to make a difference even though i've been screaming for josh huchey to play more uh, all season but i you know we'll we'll see but they're going to have to come up with something
3: all right more with greg Bedard of boston sports journal coming up i promise we'll get to your phone calls with greg at 617-779-0985 patriots fall to the dolphins in the season finale 33 to 24 it's still in the playoffs though find out who greg prefers to see next week in the wild card round here the buffalo bills or the Cincinnati Bengals. That's coming up here on the Safety Insurance 98.5 of Sports of Patriots Radio Network. I'm JC
7: Jackson, and this season, Avidia Bank and I teamed up for BA champion for a child to raise money to help at-risk children find a safe place at the Boys and Girls Club of Metro West. See how you can help at avidiabank.com. Avidia Bank, honest to goodness. Member FDIC, member DIF.
0: Town Fair Tire sells every name brand tire at the guaranteed lowest price. And Town Fair gives you more free services than any other tire dealer. Nobody beats a Town Fair
5: Tire deal. Nobody. Town Fair Tire. Dunkin' has what you need to conquer the day so if you want to go from i don't get this to i got this well then get this a bold smooth espresso drink from Dunkin', like a layered velvety caramel macchiato or rich chocolatey mocha latte or a creamy non-dairy oat milk latte because this day isn't going to conquer itself nope you're going to do that take a sip of you got this with Dunkin' espresso drinks order ahead plus earn rewards america runs on Dunkin'. price and participation may vary New England Patriots Captain Matthew Slater for AdCare.
6: My first experience with addiction was actually with a family member. I was very young at the time. I didn't really understand, but I knew that it really rocked my family to the core. Thank God that family member got the help that they needed. Sometimes you get yourself backed into a corner and feel like you've got to do it alone. But I think it's important for those people that are in that situation right now in their lives to understand they don't have to do it alone. You, know, you can make it through this. You can get back on track.
5: Speak up, reach out, get help. Call 1-800-ALCOHOL or visit
6: adcare.com. Hey, it's Maz for Omaha Steaks, and with the start of a new year comes a new beginning, a chance for you to do it right. For example, one of my first goals, start eating better again, which means I grill my lunches at the start of each week, something that Omaha Steaks makes easy. I go to the freezer, I take out what I need when I need it, and then I eat healthy, delicious foods without eating junk on the fly. Right now, if you go to OmahaSteaks.com and enter Maz into the search bar, two Z's in Maz, you'll get a little drop-down menu that'll take you to the Heartland Favorites Pack, which is currently 57% off the regular price and includes an array of items like 6-ounce top sirloin steaks. If you're like me, you can have them for lunch a couple times a week. OmahaSteaks.com, Maz in the search bar, and you can get the Heartland Favorites Pack for almost 60% off the regular price. And, did I mention, you will also get four pork chops and four chicken breasts for free with your order. Again, that's OmahaSteaks.com, Maz in the search bar, and start the new year off with a bang.
7: Car at carsforkids.org. That's Cars with the Cat. Pick up is quick and easy. You'll also get a vacation voucher and a tax deduction. Donate your car today. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Now accepting
3: donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate.
2: This is James y the New England Patriots. Great companies need great teams. Just as the best professional sports teams look everywhere for top players, companies are opening up the world map too. Hiring talent anywhere in the world is easier than ever with Globalization Partners. Use their global employment platform to stack your team with the best people no matter where they live. The future of work is here. Globalization Partners makes it possible. Go to globalization-partners.com and onboard your next MVP today.
5: Live only happens once. For concert tickets, tour information, and all things live music, visit livenation.com. Anyone can join the fun at New England's largest snow tubing park at Neshoba Valley Ski Area in Westford, Mass. 18 lanes of snow tubing, 100% snowmaking capabilities. For more information, go to SkiNeshoba.com.
6: If you're hiring with an engineering or manufacturing, go with our guys at Blacktree Technical Group in Woburn. Your solution to filling temp or full-time roles. Scale your hiring efforts with Blacktree Technical Group in Woburn at 781-932-3333. That's Blacktree Technical Group in Woburn.
0: Zolak and Bertrand, middays on the Sports Hub.
2: This will be a 43-yard field goal attempt after the loss on the set. Fultz, waits in the staggered stance. Cardona... Snaps it to Bailey. Football in place. Kick. Airborne to the uprights. And the kick is good. Nick Folk comes through again.
3: Truly the one guy I think this year, and definitely last year, you never really have to worry about with the Patriots. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but Nick Folk with the field goal there. 43-yarder. The one field goal today for the Patriots as they fell to the Dolphins 33-24, and this season is part of their Apex Cares program, Apex Entertainment, donating $100 to the New England Center for Children for every converted field goal, every point, every dollar helps. For more, inf- for more information, rather go to apexentertainment.com. That's apexentertainment.com. Back here in the Shaw's Patriots post game show, Jim Murray, Joe Murray, Greg Bernard of Boston Sports Journal. So, Greg, you got a preference? Uh, Bills or uh, Bengals? Who do you think that the Patriots have a better chance of Beating considering this wonky month that they've had next week in the wild card weekend.
4: Yeah, I I want the Bengals just because they're, you know, less proven. Um, uh, you know, the Bills, I, I feel confident in that the Patriots will hopefully have a better defensive plan than when they had the last time out against the Bills, which I thought they just, it was a bad plan and it was atro- atrocious playing by the Patriots. And I think they'll. Uh, make the adjustments and be better against the Bills next time. Uh, but I don't really want to go to Buffalo um, this time of year. Uh, you know, I want the Bengals because they're – at least offensively, they have very nice weapons um, and they will be a handful for this defense. But uh, they're largely in the same place as the Patriots are and that their quarterback is unproven on this level. A lot of their offensive pieces are. Uh, they don't have a very good offensive line. So I think the Patriots could, uh, do some things there. I don't think that, and their defense is, uh, not that great. So they're not going to run away and hide, uh, from, from the Patriots. The, the, the Bengals on defense, they're 20th in total DVOA over, uh, at footballoutsiders.com. They're 20th in the, uh, against the pass, 22nd against the rush. So that means that the Patriots, you know, could stay with their running game. And I think that, there's no question. Burrow's been on a heater of late. His last, uh I think it's the last four games, he has 11 touchdowns, no interceptions. But before that, he had 23 TDs and 14 interceptions. And I, th- I think that the the Bengals, while they're a good story, I think one thing that the people are overlooking largely is that they've benefited from the rest of the division just imploding between injuries and COVID. I mean the the Browns. The Steelers, the Ravens have all imploded, and the Bengals have been the last team standing. That's great for them. But, you know, when you look at it, they have played the, uh, I think it's the uh, 28th toughest schedule. Patriots were 24th coming into today. So I just think the Bengals are a little soft. I don't think people really know about them, and I think the Patriots could hang with them a bit more.
1: Hey, Greg, how do you see the Patriots getting a pass rush? In that matchup, the Bengals have given up – actually, Joe Burrow has been sacked 51 times. So how do you think they can attack that pass rush, and how would you line it up defensively with Chase, Boyd, Higgins in their tight end as well, and Joe Mixon for that matter?
4: I mean, the Patriots are who they are at this point. It's not like they're going to go, you know, six-man pressures and play man-to-man against Burrow and those guys. They're not. They're going to have to – they're going to switch it up. They're going to – you know, they're going to put a safety over the top – of chase, they're not going to let him beat them. Make Burrow beat you with the other guys. He might do that. You know, Joe Mixon should be back from COVID. He's a problem. Uh and it's going to be up to the guys and this is why not having Christian Barmore hurts is that you're going to be reliant on guys cuz there's so much to deal with with the Bengals offense. Guys are going to have to win one-on-one up front. Uh and they don't have many guys that win one-on-one up front. This is not a one-year issue. It's been going on this way for a while around here, Uh, so you know you'd like to see a guy like Josh Uche get more of a chance uh, because of when he has been out there. He has even today. uh, I thought he made a couple of nice plays to to pressure Tua. Um, You know, there's no secret. There's no smoke and mirrors at this point, especially with this team where they are, where they are in the secondary. uh, You know, hopefully a guy like Miles Bryan. Hopefully Kyle Duggar is back, but. they're going to do the same thing. They're going to switch up their coverages and switch up their pressures and hope they're good enough at the end of the day. And, you know, we'll have to see. And the big thing is you want to – again, you're going to have to defend the run better so you get Burrow and those guys in long yardage, get them off the field instead of dealing with, you know, 10, 12 play drives. Uh, Even if they end with field goals, it takes a toll. Uh, The offense needs as many possessions as possible, and they haven't been doing a good job of that either. John in Boston, you're up here
3: in the Shaw's Patriots post-game show with Greg Bedard of Boston Sports Journal. Hey, John.
7: Hey, gentlemen. Uh, great show. Uh, let me say, uh, first of all, uh, I guess it's Brady wins the MVP with his performance today, three or four touchdowns and a 13-4 and four record. Losing four games is like what the Patriots always did under Brady, four games, three games, two games a year. So uh, I really look at um, how the Patriots have been since Brady has left for two years now. They played between 30 and 40 games and a 500. A 500 team. And I think Belichick was that before he ever took over uh, as a, a head coach with Brady. Before, without Brady in New York and in Boston, he's like a, a 500 coach. So uh, I think when you talk about his atrocious game, defensive plan up in uh, Buffalo last time, I think, um, I think I push an 80, okay? And I'm saying this guy is the greatest con artist to get $20 million a year. He is the most overrated person I've seen in sports in my entire life. I would just say this that the Patriots, just three or four weeks ago, people talking about them throwing the Super Bowl, that they, uh, that Mac Jones is good as Brady. Uh, I tell you, I just think this team is a mediocre 500 team. And what happens is it's probably better to be like Jacksonville, where you get a, a number one pick every year, where you might hit a Brady or something. Uh, I, I tell you, to
3: me. John, I'm going to let you go on that. You're kind of all over the place. Uh, them being mediocre and, look, did people get ahead of themselves during that seven-game winning streak? Probably. But, I don't know. I think you look at the landscape of the AFC as a whole, it does still feel like it's pretty wide open, Greg. I mean, look what happened with the Colts today, losing in Jacksonville. That team, I think it was a perfect tweet I saw from uh, Rich Eisen of, uh, used to be of NFL Network, but he put out earlier, you know, a few weeks ago, the Colts were the team nobody wanted to have to see in the playoffs. And now the Colts are the team that no one will see in the playoffs because they lost in Jacksonville today. Like, it just feels kind of topsy-turvy and you know you have kansas city having a problem with that denver team that's playing for nothing yesterday i i don't know like i think if the patriots were able to find themselves in cincinnati next week and they get a win there i still don't think that the conference championship is is completely off the table considering how they've played over the last month i just i don't trust anyone i don't think anyone's a prohibitive favorite even the tennessee titans in the one seed
4: i think that's fair i i don't really there's not a situation or a place where I don't think that the Patriots if they play really well in all three phases and you know it's been a long time since they've done that against even a decent team that they can beat anybody I mean the Chiefs are not the Chiefs uh the Titans if you know they get Henry back I you know uh, I do that's the team I do not want to face I don't want to see Vrabel um but everybody else, yeah, is, is you know, beatable. I, I don't I don't disagree with that at all. Um you know, I think everyone's in the same boat. It's a week to week proposition and just the Patriots have a very narrow path to victory. I think everybody realizes that now. I think the uh the coaching staff realizes that and they can't ball behind. They gotta get a lead. Mac Jones cannot turn the ball over. He's been turning the ball over way too much. Of late, I was just going through his numbers. Uh, he is, since in the three losses in the last month, Mac Jones is 60 of 107, 56%, three touchdowns, five interceptions, one fumble today. His passer rating is 66.1. And a lot of that is because you're falling behind by a combined score of 57 to 7. Everybody knows coming into the season, you don't put a rookie quarterback in that situation. They need to get off to better starts. The defense needs to do its part, which we all knew was going to be the case going into this season and see what happens because you, you know, you, you keep the game close. Mac Jones can play mistake free football, but you know, once they get behind, you're pushing your luck with anybody. No, no quarterback can play playing with 20 point deficits every game. And that's what the Patriots have been doing over the last month. Tommy and Lynn with uh, Tommy's report card
3: in the loss for the Patriots today against the Dolphins. Go ahead, Tommy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, this is my report
6: card, guys. The report card starts out with a C on the defense and the offense because I want to know why we couldn't do anything on defense and then our offense, we couldn't really score. And it was that was like kind of an embarrassment loss. Now I want to know how it's going to be in the playoffs. Next week, are we gonna be a one and done team if we play the Bills of Cincinnati?
3: Yeah, thanks, Tommy. Um, again, you know, I, I think if they go to Cincinnati, I agree with all the points that you've made. It just feels like look, even though they have exploded offensively here over the last three or four weeks and Burrow looks like the real deal and Chase is one of the best wide receivers, and it's not just Chase. They have really good weapons on offense there. It's just first time going against Belichick. Like if it was if it looked like these games against the Chargers and Justin Herbert, it would not surprise me at all, Greg.
4: Yeah, I you know, I I, I would agree with that. I, I just don't um you know, Tommy, Tommy, I think you're being a little soft on the Patriots. A C? Yeah, C in all that's, phases. Come that's on, a, that's man. A curve. They just <laughs> lost at Miami to a team that's not going to the playoffs. Like and it wasn't like, you know, the, the Dolphins did a whole lot in this game where you're like, Oh man, they're just they're just a lot better than the Patriots defensively and uh, you know, two is just playing out of his gourd like they just kept running. Duke Johnson and who's the other guy? The other Lindsay that's been around. Phillip Lindsay. Phillip, yeah, Philip yeah. Lindsay. They just kept running like bellies to him, and they kept getting five and six yards at a time. Sometimes nine yards. Like you know, it wasn't all that fancy. The the the, <laughs> the Patriots just played poorly, and um, so you know, I, I think that uh, the Patriots. I think they have. I think they have a good. You know, I think they have a decent shot. And, you know, like you said earlier, I don't think anybody is formidable in the AFC. Uh, It all depends on how they play. And, you know, they're out of chances to gain confidence. It would have been nice to steal any one of these losses, especially this one going into the playoffs. You might have been like, okay, there's a little boost. Here, Here they go. But they just keep... You know, they they feel like almost like the roadrunner. They just keep running into a wall every time they get to one of these end of the games and they're within one score. Some of these games they've had the lead and given up the lead late uh defensively, but you know I I like their chances going into Cincinnati. They just gotta they can't fall behind, they can't make stupid mistakes, and they're gonna have to manage it even tighter. If you guys thought Mac Jones was managed tightly before, wait till you see next week.
3: And it's the coyote that was always running into the wall. Oh, That's the great. coyote. Yeah, it's the roadrunner that gets away, that sneaky roadrunner. Uh-huh.
4: Uh,
3: one one more segment to go with Greg Redard of Boston Sports Journal with your phone calls at 617-779-0985. That is coming up after the headlines here with Joe Murray on the Shaw's Patriots postgame show.
0: Sports up, Headlines.
1: Well, the Patriots finished the regular season at 10-7. and seven. After their loss in Miami today, 33-24, Mac Jones, 260 yards in the air, one touchdown, did throw an interception. The Dolphins, though, did rush for 195 yards in this one. Uh, Brandon Bolden, a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown in this one. We'll wait the result of the Chargers and the Raiders, which is currently underway at the moment. A Raiders win means the Patriots travel to Buffalo. A Chargers win means the Patriots will play at Cincinnati this according to Ian Rappaport Christian Barmore carted off will have an MRI on his knee tomorrow the initial exams are promising indicating no major injury of course the MRI could tell a different story but some good news regarding Christian Barmore after the game Uh, some other scores right now it's the Chargers 14 Raiders 10 with about a minute and 52 left Uh, In the second quarter, Browns 21-16 over the Bengals, Lions 37-30 over the Packers, Vikings 31-17 over the Bears, Washington 22, Giants 7. Colts, they're out. They lose 26-11 to the Jags. Steelers hanging on with a 16-13 win over the Ravens. Titans 28-25 over the Texans. They're going to be the number one seed. Saints 30, Falcons 20. Bills win the AFC East. They win 27-10 over the Jets. 49ers are in. They beat the Rams 27-24. Cardinals lose to the Seahawks 38-30. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they beat the Panthers 41 to 17. I just saw the opening line for these games. Bucks 8-point favorites over the Eagles. The Cowboys 3-point favorites over the 49ers and the Rams 4-point favorites over Arizona and the the Denver Broncos. They let go of their coach Vic Fangio today. Headlines Brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change for your 15-minute drive to oil change. You never have to leave your car. No appointments ever needed. Visit getanoilchange.com for a coupon on your next oil change. I'm Joe Murray. More post-game after this on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports on Patriots Radio Network. Are you a master in your trade and tired of side work? Do you want
3: to pass the torch to the next generation of tradespeople? Join the growing team of instructors at the Peterson School. The Peterson School has an immediate need for instructors at all locations. Visit thepetersonschool.com now.
7: When it's time to grow, you'll know.
3: <sighs> finally found a quiet space. Now I can get something done. <laughs> Daddy's busy, girls. He's on a work call. But,
0: Dad, I have the playhouse from noon until 1 for a tea party. And my dolls and I can't reschedule our nap time today either.
3: (sighs) Okay, okay. Daddy's legs were falling asleep anyway.
6: You know, Dad, if we had a bigger house, you could have a grown-up office. And we could have our playhouse back.
3: You two are so smart. We
6: We take take after Mom.
7: Dreams getting bigger? Think Jumbo. Visit clintonsavings.com to apply for a 30-year fixed mortgage with an annual percentage rate as low as 2.937, plus a $500 credit towards your closing costs.
5: Rates of 628.21 and subject to change without notice. Available on owner-occupied properties only. Maximum loan to value of 90%. Loan subject to credit approval. Actual interest rate and fees available based on credit history. Other rates and terms available. Offer may be withdrawn at any time. Other restrictions may apply. Credit will be applied to offset closing costs. Credit cannot be combined with any other offers. Credit available for new CSB mortgage customers only. Call 888-744-4272 for details about credit costs and terms. NMLS number 422081. Member FDIC, DIF, and an equal housing lender.
6: Hey, New Englanders, do what I did. Be prepared for the winter with the king of snow, Aarons. Aarons Snowthrowers, the official snow thrower of the New England Patriots, and they're assembling round the clock to meet this record demand. In fact, Aarons is increasing production to its highest level ever to keep you cleared out all winter long. Aarons, still a family-owned business, still in Wisconsin, still the number one selling brand of two-stage snowblowers in the world. I've owned one for 20 years. Remember, it's not just a snowblower, it's an Aarons. Visit your independent Aarons dealer. Do it today.
5: Patriots Radio play-by-play announcer Bob Sosi for AdCare.
2: You know, every week I work in stadiums filled with thousands and thousands more on the radio, which means people who come from every walk of life. And I know that many, like my own family, have grieved over loved ones caught in the grip of addiction. Eight years ago, we lost my nephew to an overdose. But I've also seen in friends and even fans, others break that hold and regain control of their lives. You can do the same. Please
5: know you're not alone. Speak up, reach out, get help. Call 1-800-ALCOHOL or visit adcare.com.
0: When it comes to getting the guaranteed lowest price on Falcon Tires, there's only one place to go, Town Fair Tire. And when it comes to getting more free services for life than anywhere else on Falcon Tires, there's only one place to go, Town Fair Tire. So when you're in the market for the best deal on Falcon Tires, get to Town Fair, because nobody beats a Town Fair Tire deal, and I mean absolutely nobody.
6: Name brands at discount prices, Town Fair.
3: Hey, it's Beatles. Shopping for an engagement ring can be overwhelming, but not at my jeweler. The design experts at the Diamond Guild will bring to life everything you're looking for and everything she's dreaming of. Their showroom is at the Norwood Space Center, where you can shop privately with a time and space that's exclusively yours. Plus, they have New England's largest selection of engagement rings at wholesale prices. My friends at the Diamond Guild have been engaging customers for over 75 years. So if 2022 is your year, reserve your exclusive time at thediamondguild.com. The Diamond Guild, where New England gets engaged.
1: Sports,
3: beer's here for sports etc if you're looking for the best selection for everything hockey and more see my friends at sports etc 1303 mass app in arlington call sports etc today at
2: 781-646-1600 i'm bob Sosie, the voice of new england football and if you want to know how my voice stays in peak condition look no further than my cup of bigelow tea it's an essential part of my daily routine bigelow tea grab a mug and tea probably
6: Right now at Wendy's, see why everyone's raving about their brand new fries. Natural cut, skin on, with a hint of sea salt, and guaranteed to be hot and crispy, or they'll replace them. You know, the way fries should be. Try Wendy's guaranteed hot and crispy fries today at participating U.S. Wendy's.
2: Listen live, check out our podcast with the 98.5 The Sports Hub app. Third down and one from the 34, Patriots spread it out with an empty formation, Jones looks right, he fires the pass, intercepted, running it back left side with a cut pass to 15, 10, into the end zone, Xavier Howard, pick six for the Dolphins, no, it's not
6: there, the ball's thrown outside, it should have been in, to the inside of Jacoby Myers, he's the inside slot guy to the right, it's zoned. The outside corner sits. Jones takes him right into the corner. They suck up, get it. These are two
1: good corners. Good luck throwing the ball out the flat where these guys can ball hawk it. These guys know how to play the ball.
3: And Xavier Howard, Pro Bowl for a reason. Back here in the Shawns Patriots post game show, that was the pick six by Mac Jones. First throw of the game for him. Make it 14 0 Dolphins at the time. And route to the Dolphins 33-24 win over New England and Miami today. It's Jim Murray, Joe Murray. Final segment with Greg Bernard of Austin Sports Journal. And Greg, let me ask you, am I being too too harsh and too critical when I look at so he throws the pick, I thought he telegraphed it. But the lack of effort on the tackle and the bad body language, like by Mac Jones after he throws that pick six, am I being too harsh on him looking at that and be like, You gotta be better no. than that kid?
4: With the body language, no. I mean yeah i noted it at the at the time also um you know i at bsj uh when i do a live blog i i you know i tweet out my observations during the game and i did not like his lack of effort i thought it was a lack of effort there i don't know if he's been coached like hey don't don't kill yourself or something like that it's possible but not only did the way he sort of turned down the opportunity to dive at the guy's feet but also how he sort of like spun to the back to the sideline and like almost slapped his leg, and then there was the timeout that they called, you know, really late where he basically started to throw a tantrum at the time, and you know he comes over to the sideline, and I think even Josh McDaniels was annoyed, um, you know about you know everything, and uh, it's just it's it's not a good look. I think he's he's become, you know, trying to find the right. I don't want to say unhinged because that's not the right word, but just. He's been a little too flustered yeah. um, for my liking in some of these spots. And look, this is the stuff you get with a young rookie quarterback, and he's going to be better for it. He's been put in these situations. Sometimes he's he's reacted really well. I, I thought he played well at times in the second half. Other times he has reacted poorly. You know, I, All quarterbacks got to grow up. Um, at some point, except for my guy, guy, Dan Marino. He just kept yelling at people throughout the rest of his career, and that's fine because he was the man. But, uh, you know, he'll he'll learn these lessons. He just – he's going to need to be – if this team's going to win in the postseason, now or in the future, he's going to have to be more in control and he's going to have to be better.
1: Hey, Greg, I just wanted to get your thoughts on what you saw in the Brandon Bolden play that was flagged today. Um, and will there ever be a discussion – to review personal fouls like they do in college. And do you, are you enjoying watching these games with the officials?
4: I have the, the officiating has not been an issue for me this year. Now I don't watch the rest of the league like you guys do. Um, but I, I haven't come away with any game saying like, Oh, that officiation officiating has been so bad. And it was, it really hurt one team. Uh, the the Bolden penalty look people didn't like it, but I thought Starator was right when he explained, like that's a tough uh, play for to to officiate live because you know Brandon Bolden, you know, ducked his head down and it looked like he made contact with a guy who slid, and yeah, it was a late slide, but um, you know, when you put yourself in that situation, sometimes you're going to get a flag. Uh, I do think I think at some point in time there will be a sky judge that will be able to. You know, radio down to those guys. Um, I think we will see that. Uh, you know, I didn't love that penalty, but I thought, to me, I thought the I thought the officiating all sort of evened out. I thought that that Bolden penalty was evened out by a phantom pass interference penalty on third down when Hunter Henry was going across. There was no PI there. Both calls extended drives for those teams. I thought the Jalen Mills penalty was legit. I thought the Byron Jones penalty was legit. Uh, I did not think that there was offensive pass interference on the first drive, uh, the first play of the final drive for the Dolphins. I heard a lot of Patriots fans on on Twitter being like, "Oh, well, that was a pick play." It was, you know, Jalen Mills initiated contact there, so to me that negates uh, it, it, covers up any wide receiver's intent. And then the final play, you know, Matthew Judon. I didn't think that was definite holding. I thought that the guy let go of him. Yeah, got around his his head. First, But in my mind, Matthew Judon never should have been there. Matthew Judon ran by Tua. That's the reason that that play happened. He never should have been there. I didn't think it was holding.
1: So to me, I thought the officiating today largely evened out. Yeah, and I just think it's been bad in general. But here we are, last game of the year, winner go in, and Cleet Blakeman is the official for the Sunday night football game, and it's already a mess. We're just before halftime. But how does that work now when we go into the playoffs? Is it a merit system? Is it crews? How does it work now for these crews uh, officiating these playoff games?
4: It's a good question. It's been a while since I thought about that. I think it's um, – I'm pretty sure it's crews. I think mm. i think at least for the first round they stay with crews, and it's the highest graded crews. So good. the, the officials that you see out there next weekend, they're all going to be the top – you know, what have you. Uh, what are there, three games, four games in each conference? So, you know, that'll be the best of the best, according to the NFL. All
3: right, Greg. Uh, that's going to do it for the regular season. We Do you have a preference as to when they play this thing? Just, you know, selfishly. Do you want it to be over the weekend? you want it to be Monday night, whether it's uh, Buffalo or Cincinnati? When are you hoping that this wild card game is for the Pats? Oh, I,
4: I always... Did. Give me a nice, fat, early Saturday game or something like that, like or you know, one o'clock on Sunday. I don't, whatever it is, the earlier the better. Let's get it over with, one way or the other, and you know, so I don't have to be up till six o'clock in the morning and and then get you know, Felger yelling at me for not uh, doing ten questions before I come <laughs> on or something like that.
3: We'll talk to you Tuesday for a <laughs> Big Boy Tuesday.
4: Yep. All right, Greg Reddard of Boston Sports Journal, bostonsportsjournal.com.
3: dot com. Be joining Felger and Maz this Tuesday at 2 p.m.
4: All right, talk to you, Greg. Take care. All right, see you guys.